Built Bars, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein. They're also made with 100% real chocolate, amazing flavors you're just going to love. If you're skeptical, I understand. My wife was like, you got to Built Bar, you're going to love them. And I'm like, they're protein bars. It's going to taste like sawdust. And then she was gone and there was nothing left in the house. And so I was like, I'll try one of these. They are fantastic. I didn't tell her that for a while. Uh, and then she was like, <laughs> What's happening to my billboard? Uh, they are fantastic. Built.com. Use the promo code BECK at 15% off your order. Promo code BECK, 15% off. Built.com. Sounds- you're going to run off and do a show. She sounds terrible. Oh, you don't know. There's two women that I'm going to start talking about today on this hour's uh, this hour's broadcast. Um, one is Jean Pierre, <laughs> Jean Pierre, who is beautiful and yet one of the dumbest people on the planet. No talent for what she does. No talent. No talent. Okay. Then I also want to talk about Lizzo, who's a fat monster. However, I learned something yesterday. She has talent. I can't wait. It's a confusing, confusing hour. We begin in 60 seconds. Yeah, fat monster. Okay, if you've uh, if you've ever moved before, you know the process of buying and selling homes. Is that going to be a problem, Stu? Is that, are you, is that what you were thinking? I believe she's referred to herself as a, a fat black woman. So well, not, no, I, she didn't call know. herself a fat I monster. I, but I can't define a woman, so uh, you just—I uh, just went with monster. Okay, <laughs> I just went with monster. Okay. Anyway, uh, no matter how you slice flautist. it, hmm? a fat flautist would be no, monster. No, okay. Monster. Right. Anyway, <laughs> if you're looking for a real estate agent, you you want a great one, and uh, my company, real estate agents, I trust has found them for you. Now, I want you to do your own homework. I want you to talk to these people, question them, ask them about how is it you're gonna sell my house faster than somebody else? What is it that you're bringing to the table? What is it the, uh, that you have that are these, uh, uh, these, these business expertise that uh, Glenn Beck has been talking about? How are you gonna sell my house? Tell me about your website. Okay. Do your own questioning. Make sure you feel good about this person. Uh, but we have already vetted them for uh, a, a multi-day 
uh, interview that these guys have to go through. Uh, and they're all fans of the show, generally speaking. Uh, we monitor them all the time. And this is a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Find the right one. Realestateagentsitrust.com. So if she Monster. is, uh, what are you? What would you call yourself? Oh, I'm a Gila monster. Okay. I'm a fat Gila monster. So you're you're okay. worse. Yeah, but I at <laughs> least but at least I recognize it. Okay, I think she recognizes it too. I don't know that she again would call herself a monster, but I think she has she seen recognizes. Herself? Has she seen herself? She's above in the average. Leotards. Has she seen herself in leotards? I I I would. But the the fact that she continues to wear them, I would I would no, say probably that's not. not but, I mean, look. If I was walking around in leotards, Mm -hmm. okay, even if I was just walking around on stage in leotards, Mm -hmm. uh, people would people would a not pay to come and see me. And they would call you terrible, 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 terrible things. Okay, and they'd be right. Yeah. Now, Mm -hmm. I wear several layers of clothing because I don't want any of my body actually showing because (laughs) people will have the same Mm -hmm. feeling that i have every morning you know right right yourself in the mirror and you're like oh boy uh sad that i nodded along with that one yeah yes you know it's true Mm -hmm. i know it's true sure sure but there's something in lizzo who's like this is beautiful yeah no it's not it's very unhealthy and very unattractive okay fat monster and that's just your preference and that you can't be criticized for it that's your thank preference. you. That's 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 my truth. Your orientation. That's my truth. You don't like okay. you don't like Fat Lizzo monsters. looking. <laughs> okay. Now look at now. I want to say something really clearly because I saw this video of her playing James Madison's two hundred year old crystal flute, and I saw her play it on stage, and a couple of things came to mind. Wow. The people at the National Archives. Lizzo, hey, want to play this cool crystal flute? Can you imagine? They fired the guy who was running the Lincoln Library for bringing the uh, Gettysburg Address here so people could see it. They fired that guy. Okay? It was secure, all kinds of gone the guy is was huge to museums started i think two presidential museums um ran the reagan museum ran the uh lincoln museum started the uh bush museum the guy had real credibility i don't know what he's doing probably working for slurpee you know you know pouring slurpees out and not hired by 7-eleven of course he probably couldn't get a job there because he allowed glenn beck's listeners to see the gettysburg address and now you have the you have the national archive saying hey you want to play this flute on stage Okay, so this is the video I saw. If you're watching, I'm just preparing. Oh my gosh, look at just look at the picture. Just show the frozen frame of the video, please. Look at that. Good, take it full frame, please. Beautiful. Look at that. Absolutely She's beautiful. She's a big fat right. monster. Okay, that should not be. Who sees that and thinks that is beautiful and healthy? Who? 
So who? No, she's uh, look. It's obviously not healthy. Not healthy uh, at all. I, I'm and sure I, some. Pe- there are some people who think that's that's the hottest thing in yeah, the world. I'm not whatever. One of them. Uh, whatever to each his yeah, own. To each whatever. Own, right. Exactly. However. I'm 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 more strong on this than I would have ever been in my life because everybody's like fat is beautiful. Stop shaming fat people. As a fat person, I don't trust the person that says, "Glenn, keep on pounding it on, man. You want another bowl of ice cream?" They're, they they want to kill me. My family, my friends, they're all like, "Dude, lose a few lbs, okay? You're starting to look a little tubby, and how's your ticker?" Okay? I know. Drop dead. Bad. I know it. Got it. So I'm not out going, how dare you say my truth is that I'll live forever as a fat monster. No. No. So I'm a little more harsh on Lizzo than I probably should, but please. Okay. Get back to the flute, because this is the important part. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So here she is on stage. I want to play this video and listen to the audio. She's on stage in Washington, D.C. in almost a transparent leotard, which is just hideous. Roll it. It's crystal. It's like playing out of a a wine glass. plays one note and then she plays a, another note and she twerks oh my gosh seeing her fat jiggle like a giant bowl of jello okay yeah okay that is just stop that is just wrong on so many levels wrong on so many levels now wait a minute yeah Here is Lizzo doing something that is absolutely appropriate. She is at the National Archives. She's wearing a set of pants. Now, she does have her her giant sweatshirt rolled up so you see the big blob of fat there, which is not a good look, but to each his own. She is dressed respectfully, and she's at the National Archives. And she doesn't play one note. Listen to her play this flute. James Madison's crystal flute. I salute the archives for that. I salute her for that. It, if she would have done that on stage, I mean, put a skirt on for the love of Pete. But if she would have done that without the twerking, I think her audience <laughs> would have actually enjoyed that. They would have actually went, holy cow, this woman can rock a flute. Great. My problem is... If I asked for, I don't know, Teddy Roosevelt's snare drum just to be brought someplace, 
the person, and I know this to be a fact, would be fired. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I, I mean, look, we're on the verge of potential nuclear war. Uh, oh, one no, of there's our states is being wiped off the map today. There's certainly bigger things than the Lizzo thing, but you're right. You, no, as no, a wait, 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 wait. Be more specific. There is no nothing bigger than the Lizzo thing, okay? <laughs> the Lizzo story, perhaps. The Lizzo thing? Nope. Nope. <laughs> people, people. Uh, I, I would say, uh, you know, look, we it's not the biggest issue in the world, but I, but it is you're totally right in that like conservatives they get oh no blown out of their lifelong careers i can guarantee you because i i did this once i went to the national archives right before uh restoring honor and they were very kind to me and they were great and they opened up the vault and i asked to see things and they showed them to me and it was fantastic I guarantee you if I went to Washington today and asked for the archives and just said, you know, I want to see, I don't know, uh, something random, uh, all the documents that came from Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> they would not allow me to no, do it. They would they not, would not they allow, would allow to Lizzo to see them. Though. Yes, they would. If Lizzo wanted to see the documents directly from Mar-a-Lago, she, she could see them. to give those documents a golden shower on <laughs> stage, oh, I Can think. Can this get any worse? Can you stop? I'm just saying. keep giving you opportunities not to escalate this. <laughs> a war with with Wizzo? Wiz who's Wizzo? The one that was peeing on the documents. <laughs> so anyway. Now let me go so, let me let me take this to another person. Oh, okay? God. Another person who's beautiful. Who's mm -hmm. beautiful. Now that is my that's my opinion. You may not find her beautiful. I think all of us I should say 99% of us do not look at Lizzo in a leotard and go, you know what I mean? That revs my engine. Unless, I don't know, you, by choice, live in an ice cream truck. That ain't doing it for you. Living in an ice cream truck does it for me. It does it for me. Yes, it does it for me too. not with but, Lizzo. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, if you're living in an ice cream truck, it's either Lizzo or children, really. I mean, you've got a problem. You got a problem. Well, I hope you that I, I hope that I, there is a there's a, a love of ice cream that might make you want to move into an ice cream truck, not necessarily lure children. <laughs> I don't know why your brain went there. Well, Have because you watching it's the Dahmer like, series no, right now. I'm just, how dare you bring that up? Don't you dare link why? that to LGBT. Don't you dare do it. But it but he was don't don't even say it. I mean, I, I wasn't how, linking that, but I but that is true. How dare you? I mean, it would be normally under that category how? on Netflix. Dare you? So we're supposed to deny the bad people that are in this group, but yes. celebrate the good people? Yes. That's the, that's the, okay. I mean, sure. We have to take Hitler yeah, as white straight people. As, we got Hitler. As America's only conservative vegetarian, I constantly have to answer as to why Hitler was a vegetarian and so am I. Why yeah. do I have to take responsibility for Hitler? I never asked for that. And yet... For some reason, we're constant. I am every, so We have to deal to with every straight person that does something wrong. Is always ours. Yeah. You're telling me you don't get Dahmer. You get one. I, look, you you're gonna have to take guy. the one take crappy him. guy. I'm one sorry. guy. One guy. You got one guy who ate some people. You're okay. Gonna, you are gonna you have to many, take it. You know how many straight cannibals there are. Take your one. If <laughs> take your one. 
If every single thing that has ever been done positively by someone in the LGBTQQIA2 plus community is going to be celebrated with a Netflix show, you got to take the one bad guy, too. Yeah. You got to take him. He's your He's your guy on this one. Grow a set, Netflix. I, not Grow your fault. A set. No one's saying because he was LGBTQIA2 plus, he also ate people. I would but be, he was LGBTQIA2 plus. I would be with you if, they were, if that was the point right. that gay that. people just are attracted to eating people. <laughs> I would stand with you, but that's not the point. It's not the point. Although... Although I would like to point out, mm-hmm. but I think this is a German thing, not a gay thing. There's a few, you know, guys oh, that, who are eating people in Germany. I mean, recent, not in the old days. <laughs> Dusty, those those things don't even matter anymore. Why you look back at the past like that? There's some people who are like, hey, I'm looking for a guy that maybe likes to, maybe I could feast on. Knock, knock, ding, dong. Hi. Yum, I'm going to boil heads. And you have to have that guy because you're German. So you already own that yes. guy. You yes. need to share some of the ownership yes. of the terrible Nazis. Amen. Wait, no, but that guy wasn't a Nazi. Well, there, there, oh, you're saying the oh, you're saying I'm later saying on. The new. Well, he was German. Yeah. Well, but there was also a lot of that sort of stuff that went on in the Nazi era as well. Why must you always dwell? <laughs> Why, why always make it about me, Stu? That's not what this show is about. Mm. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Tuttle to Towers. There are landmark moments in American history, and we have lived through several of them. We are living in uh, historic times right now. Please keep a diary. Please keep a diary. That's a piece of advice I give you all the time that I don't do myself. I don't do myself. This show is my diary that's what i tell myself so i can sleep at night anyway um september 11th was one of those days uh, almost three thousand people lost their lives due to terrorist attacks and there was one family that said you know what we are going to honor all of those people that died trying to save the people in the towers so when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off the mortgage to lift the financial burden to bring the family to stability. If we want the government to do less, we have to do more. And it's good. It feels good. In a world filled with darkness, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation will help you bring light Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month for 9 dollars $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, why? Why? Uh, why? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? Probably in a fold of your fat. That's... <laughs> how, how I'm supposed to get home? Uh. I don't know how you post to get home. She should have played that on the flute. Then people would have been able to unite behind her artistry. Man. Okay. So the next one is Jean-Pierre. Ah. Jean-Pierre. Oh, yeah. You were getting to someone you said was also attractive. She's attractive and dumb as a box of rocks. She's dumb as a box of rocks. There's no doubt about that. She is, I think, very, very good looking. However, how much money are we spending on her wardrobe? Give me over under. Corinne Jean-Pierre's wardrobe and Ukraine. Which have we spent more money on? I would like to know. She's wearing you know, we should something ask. new and very fancy and very colorful and very nice every single day. I've never seen her wear two things that are the same. 
Every day we she's should, out there. We it's some should, incredible. We should what, ask, who's Sarah, paying for her wardrobe? She's a, she's your employee. She's my employee. She works for us. Like mm-hmm. she is a she is. This is not a campaign role. This is a taxpayer role. It's supposed. To, it's designed to inform the American people. It is not designed to defend the president. It is a uh, a, a, a travesty that it, that that's what it's turned into. But but like Glenn, like in all seriousness, remember when Sarah Palin got like criticized because she had like three new outfits they bought for her for the campaign yeah and everyone freaked she out she may not be paid for this she may she may have bought these herself she I don't may know. have i would she like to have. know the answer to it because yeah. it's, if if so oh she gosh. may just be she may have won the lottery nine straight times maybe that's how she's affording it are there not you're bigger clothes, stories you're a clothes weirdo how much is how much is she are we spending on this how much is she spending on it if it's just hers these are not Thousands is, of dollars. This is not TJ Maxx yeah, stuff. Thousands of dollars. Well, it could be TJ Maxx stuff, but she'd have to be there all the time, <laughs> um, which might explain how she's so bad at her job. So Maybe bad. she's at TJ Maxx all the time. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> so she yesterday is trying to explain, and I swear to you, I don't mind somebody having notes. I don't mind somebody having a book of notes for your answers, but can you look up from the book i swear to you i think she's so ashamed of some of the answers she has to give that she just can't look up she just can't look people in the eye um but she is trying to answer why joe biden called on a dead woman do we have the joe biden uh where he's where he is calling for a woman who just died, a congresswoman who was just in a car accident and died. Listen to this. And so many of you know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here, for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she she was going to be here to help make this. Yeah, she was if she wasn't in a car wreck, and you made a big deal out of it. Okay. When you hear, I'm going to play KJP here in a second. When you hear her explanation, it is so unbelievable. There was a almost, almost like, it was chaos in the press room. People would not let it go because it's so ridiculous. And I just want to tell you, this is real. This stuff, your president is out of control and this is real. It's actually happening. The Glenn Beck Program. How many companies do you do business with every day simply because there's just not a better alternative available? The answer is probably more than you even know. Wokeness has its fingers wrapped tightly around the throat of commerce these days, and far too many big corporations out there have sold out. If you have Verizon, for example, what you don't know, what they do with their money uh, is their choice. Okay. If you want to go ahead and, you know, help plan parenthood, that's your choice. My choice is to not do business with you. Patriot Mobile shares your values. They will not send your hard-earned money to kill babies. They work for conservative causes, not against them. Now, their priority is giving you the same nationwide service, doing it with an affordable plan that will fit your budget, excellent coverage, top-notch U.S.-based customer service, and 
They're working with you. They don't despise you. They don't despise your values. Switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. We need a parallel economy. And they are leading the way on that. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. We welcome Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, Blaze TV, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. Um, we, we're just starting to talk about uh, Jean-Pierre, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, she and is a brilliant explanation oh, so of good. a tough moment from yeah. the president. So the president uh, was giving a speech, and uh, he talked about um, you know people that were working on this bill, and uh, Jackie Walorski was one of them. Um, she's passed away tragically in a really horrible car accident. It was a big story. The president, you know, talked about her, et cetera, et cetera, meeting with the family on Friday. Um, however, when he's giving the speech, he says this. And so many of you know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here for in- including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was. She was going to be here. I think she's helped make this. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Okay, that's incredible. Now, this is why this is important to all Americans. This should be very, very important. That is a take the keys away from Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's time for Grandpa to stay home and uh, just enjoy the rest of his life. Uh, but Grandpa has no clue. As to what he's talking about, mm-hmm. this is a terrifying. terrifying moment. We are on the verge of World War Three, and this guy's in charge. And this guy's in charge. I think this is the clearest moment of dementia since this all began. Uh, what three years ago ish? Uh, because there's no explanation for it. I mean, you, you know, they always give the well. He, he was a stutterer. It's, don't make fun of his stuttering. <laughs> He's not that's stuttering. Not that's not what that is. No, that, but that's and, what that's the excuse they use. There's no excuse for this. Yeah, no. And, and, and to add on to your point here, Pat. Look, we're conservatives. We're a conservative show. We like to make fun of Democrats often when they make dumb mistakes. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, okay. This, this is, is not dangerous. Barack Obama 57 states. Right. That is not what no, this is. That's this right. is real. This is not conservatives yeah. having a good time, right. trying to bash a guy. This is a guy who is gone. He should not be in office doing this job. This mm-hmm. is, I mean, this is example number a thousand of them. And some of them, there's been a couple here and there that, that any average person could make. Mm-hmm. I know of no one. He released a statement uh, specifically about her death. He was. He's going mm-hmm. to see the family tomorrow. He's, he's at an event where surely, at some point, someone said. Now, of course, the late Jackie Valera or whatever her name is, Valorsky, Valorsky is is not is you know worked hard on this, and we want to give her credit for it. Mm-hmm. And here's here, I, may I, I give you may I give you um, an explanation, um, but it does not explain away why he would do it, uh, mm-hmm. but it would explain why he made a comment. If I don't, if I am afraid of pronunciation of a name, I will oftentimes, just to avoid it, say, and uh, 
then Stu and I'll see Brigier on the teleprompter, mm-hmm. and I know I can say it, but I'm afraid I'm going to botch it. So right. I'll go and Stu. Stu is here. Where are you, Stu? Right. Stu is here, and right. so I deflect. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I think that's what he did. He was deflecting because he saw the name, probably knew it, maybe not. No, I don't think. He um, I don't think he did. No. Yeah, and and had no idea what he was even talking about. Okay, uh, possible though, but he should still know that she's not alive. Yeah, yeah, oh that's yeah, yeah, yeah. To do with, yeah, I mean yeah. that's saying to me that he's checked out, just reading a teleprompter, mm-hmm. not engaged at all with what's going on, forgets that she's dead. Okay, that's a really bad problem. Mm-hmm. If I if I were you know talking about my mom, and thanks to Pat for bringing this up, uh, <laughs> I didn't. My mother passed case, away but... in a very tragic way when I was young. Do you have to continually harp on it? <laughs> my gosh, it hurts deeply, Pat. But where is she right now? I don't know. Right. So if is I was she, should she be a, here in this room? No, she shouldn't no? be. And oh, if weird. I was talking about my mom and uh, I was like, "Hey, has my mom called?" <laughs> you would all say, yeah. "No." What she's... the hell is wrong with you, Glenn? Right. You know. Well, she was on the top of my mind, and right. you <laughs> thought she would call. Yeah, that's scary. It would yeah. be scary. scary. I think like there, there's a, a a theoretical argument here. Let, let me give you another potential explanation for this, and it's not good. But he knew nothing about this happening mm. at the time. He they released a statement in his name that he didn't even approve or know about. Right. Mm-hmm. He goes to this thing. He's just reading the teleprompter. He has no awareness of who this person is or that she died. And just looks around and says, oh, Jackie, are you there? And maybe because of the pronunciation is why he said, are, is she here? It's but a like, U.S. congressman, though. I know. You would think he would know she died. I know. Well, especially I, but, because, right? uh, no, I think this is, uh, I think Stu and that might may be, be right. Yeah, he is be. so checked out yep. that they don't update him. They just continually release and, things. And they, they may have updated him at the time, but like he's not going to remember gonna something remember. from several months ago. I mean, he can't right. remember something from several minutes ago. Right. And I think like there's a, the, there, like, let's just say this was Ron DeSantis. Okay, Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. is doing a press conference. He comes out and he says, "Jackie, are you here?" And 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 she's been dead for three months. And he really, again, if if this happened to someone who no one believed was losing it, no one thinks Ron DeSantis is on the verge of dementia, right? Mm-hmm. In theory, look, he's a busy guy. He lost track of who this person is. You know, he just forgot about it. But they wouldn't come out and say it. He was the, she was on top of mind. Right. He would come out and say, "Oh my gosh, I can't I, believe I did. I, I'm such an idiot. idiot. Like I, I'm such an I, idiot. I got confused mm-hmm. at the wrong person, and I I totally forgot. You know, I'm it just it's, it's inexcusable, and I apologize. And for someone you believed was competent, you'd say that's a really bad mistake. You look like an idiot, but you know what are you going to do? And they would admit they that- can't say that. The White House can't say it because everyone already believes he's gone mentally. Yeah. So if they say he's confused right. or forgot about someone dying, it's going to be which, yet another big piece of information. Which that he's brings gone. you to KJP. Mm. Somebody who is, I just don't think she believes what she's saying, even if she knows what she's saying. Uh, and that may just be, she may be dumb as a box of rocks. She's horrible at her job. But all of the people in the White House... Had a session. All the best PR minds in the White House all got together and said, what do we say about this? And they came up with this excuse. Cut one. Of Florida. That is the focus, and that's going to continue to be the focus these next couple of days. One final one. Sure. What happened in the hunger event today? The president appeared to look around the room uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month. He seemed to indicate she might be in the room. What, so- what happened? 
So the president was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event, a very important event on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue and was acknowledging her incredible work. He had, no, uh, he had he, already no, he wasn't. He wasn't. planned to welcome the congresswoman's family mm -hmm. uh, to the White House on Friday. Not there will be the a, a bill signing in her honor this coming Friday. Uh, uh, so, of course, she of was course. on his mind. She on was a top mind. of mind uh, for the president. He uh, looks Jesus. very much looks forward to okay, stop. That is ridiculous. And we all know it's ridiculous. It's and America, wake up. This is not some right wing conservative, uh, conservative that's saying, oh, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. And there's no evidence of trouble. You know, Glenn's just saying this is, could happen. This is happening. We are on the verge of World War III, and we have a president who is not cognitively engaged at all times, okay? We have no idea how engaged he is. We know he has incredible lapses. We don't know if he's actually in charge or if someone else is in charge. This is extraordinarily dangerous, and even the press room didn't accept this. Listen to this. And uh, she was on top of mine. I mean, I don't. That is. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that is. Uh, that is not an unusual. Yes, uh, unusual scenario there. Marine, I have John Lennon okay. top of mind just about every day, but I'm not looking around for him anyway. Mm. When you sign a bill for John Lennon, Lennon has president, then we can have this conversation. Why? Okay, Why? Go, ahead. go ahead. What? Go ahead. The go ahead. Go ahead. You're yelling and over your colleague. So that is incredibly <clears throat> rude. Oh, is that so can that's you, the rude thing ahead. that's happening here? Go ahead. There are reports that Treasury Secretary Yellen is looking to leave the administration at the end of the year. <laughs> so incredible. Okay. Okay. incredible. All right. So this the woman who uh, the woman who's, who was speaking out there was Kimberly uh, Halkat, uh, and she is from Al Jazeera. So Al Jazeera. It's not exactly enough. Fox News. No, not exactly Fox News. And it, I mean, it's always the foreign press. Yeah, it's either per Peter yeah. Ducey or the foreign press mm -hmm. that is is saying, you know, there there's something deeply wrong here. And but, she points out that it's been happening frequently. Yeah, She's trying to yell frequently. that more, more frequently. frequently. Can yeah. you give us a real answer on what's going on here? Do you and know who, who did no. the John Lennon line? Because that wasn't Ducey or no, I don't know no, who that was. Wasn't. I don't know, don't who, know who that, that was. was. Again, like I, I mean, look, this is not a, this this. For, you know, we make fun of Barack Obama for 57 states, right? That's mm -hmm. that's a conservative thing. We're having fun. Mm -hmm. This is something that not only conservatives or independents understand, the left understands it. Yeah. And in fact, in the yep. halls of the White House right now, they should be having conversations among themselves be about the 25th Amendment. Yes, they, they should. They, that, you might not just conservations. They should be enacting it be, right now. No, but and, but and that, they're also arrogant. They think they don't need him. It's the same thing right. with John Fetterman. Yeah, they don't care. They he don't can't care. think anymore. Diane They're Feinstein. not looking for someone. Yes, yes. Diane yes. Feinstein. We on election night, we have to come up with 
you know, all of the people that have been accused of horrible things that are running that the press has never brought up and the people who have checked out mentally. And, and that could be, honestly, that could be the vice president. She's just a moron. Yeah. Just a moron. And she said she this morning that, that uh, we have a very close ally uh, in North, in North Korea. Korea. Mm-hmm. That we uh-huh. have. We got uh-huh. yeah. So they don't <laughs> care. They're not. These people are not <laughs> uh, being chose, chosen to run. They're being chosen to just go along. Yeah. And it's extraordinarily dangerous. There is no check and balance when you don't know who's actually making the decisions. And I don't mean to. I I shouldn't mess this. I shouldn't. I shouldn't cross these streams here. The the Kamala Harris thing with North Korea is like fifty seven states. Yeah, it's similar to That's that. True. It's funny. I like making fun of her of it because she's a dope. But like that is not a serious issue. A serious a, issue. If she were president of the United States, that wouldn't be. But the fact that she is just as and not as intelligent as you no, would. She's, you not, would she's a bathroom bull brush. <laughs> yeah. If she was even half as intelligent as a bathroom bull brush, yeah. you'd give her the benefit it's, of the doubt. Yeah. She's just not connecting <laughs> she's dots. Not. But he's not connecting dots because he is slipping into darkness. And everyone yeah. in the media... And everyone on the left and everyone in the White House, they all know it, too. It's not just and if us. They, didn't they before, all know it. Yesterday was the straw that broke the camel's back to reveal it to everybody, right? And Democrats, Republicans, independents, communists, I don't care who you are. Now you know that what we've been saying for the last two and a half years is true. The guy is definitely out to lunch and he's not coming home for dinner yeah so and i think the only way the left is actually going to admit this and the media is going to admit it is if they decide they want someone else to be the candidate in 2024 at some point Mm -hmm. for example if they were to get you know beat up really badly in this 2022 election and they decided holy crap this is going really badly we're about to we're going into a recession 2024 is going to be catastrophe if we keep this guy on the ticket then they'll all of a sudden start to admit what all of us know Mm-hmm. That this guy cannot do this job, and he's out to lunch and not coming home for dinner. And at that point, then the rumors can start. Then the leaks can come to the New York Times. Then the Washington Post and the style section will have some uh, fascinating uh, story that doesn't seem to make sense in the style section that points out that everyone <laughs> in the White House knows that he's long gone, and they're mm-hmm. all talking about a change behind the scenes. And eventually, we can have Joe come out and say he's having health issues, and he's stepping down. That's the only way they'll ever admit this is going on. Correct. When they decide it benefits them. That's how this works. Mm-hmm. They don't mind it now. They really no, don't mind they it. they have the power. They get to they, run the whole exactly they get a fantasy right. league with the country. Exactly They're all right. sitting back there with none of the responsibility making all the decisions. Yep. And uh, show. I will not be lectured by these people that I am anti-government or anti-constitution. Mm. All I'm asking is for our government to read and execute the Constitution as written. Read it. Learn it. Use it. It will come against me sometimes. It'll come against you sometimes. I'm fine with that. But use the Constitution and don't you dare say I'm anti-government or anti-America or anti-Constitution. This guy should not be in office. There should be a real there should be a real discussion on his mental health, period. 
Got a uh, challenge for you. I want you to take a moment today and really reflect where your finances are. Things are, are, are getting worse. Uh, take 10 minutes out and call American Financing. American Financing. It's not a fly-by-night mortgage uh, you know, and home loan company. They are mortgage and loan company that has been in business for like 25 years. Uh, and they're in it to help you. They don't line the bank's pockets. They are not uh, getting kickbacks from the banks to push a certain financial instrument at all. Do your own homework, but call American Financing today. Don't wait. They've been helping people just like you uh, for a long time, and a lot of our listeners have new loans. Uh, They have raised their credit score. They have gotten out of high credit card debt Please call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Back Program. I, 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 the, <laughs> it's one of the most irresponsible stories that I have ever seen uh, from journalists, and that's saying a lot, this time from the New York Times. New York Times being irresponsible, the most irresponsible story I've seen? Yeah, well, we'll tell you about it coming up in just a second. Give yourself 10 <laughs> minutes today. Um, we're going to talk about the world of financing and what is happening around the world. Yesterday was a scary day in, in Europe, especially in England. Very frightening day. Uh, there, 2008, almost hit yesterday. Um, things are going to dramatically change the, the world overnight, and you need to be prepared for it. So get your house in order. Get your debt in order. Pay off anything that is a variable rate, um, and you might need to borrow to do that. But it's better to pay a 5% rate or a 7% rate rather than a 25% interest rate. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440. They can help you with credit card loans. They can help you with all of it. Please, just talk to them for 10 minutes today. AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. 
Usually the stock market doesn't mean anything to the average person, all right? But mutual funds, your IRAs, your retirement funds, corporate equity, all of this have lost $42 trillion. They have fallen $42 trillion at the start of the year. Uh, We now have uh, $6.1 trillion has been lost from March 22 to the end of June. And the current total wealth losses from the stock market alone are now between $9.5 trillion and $10 trillion. So you may not realize it because you just have your money in the stock market and you're not really doing it. It's just in a 401k, IRA, whatever. But... We've all lost a lot of money. So what do you do to protect? What do you do? 60 seconds, we'll pick it up there. So, uh, you know, I I don't know what you've heard, but uh, the truth is I'm hip to what all the cool kids are doing. That's right, I have a, what's called a cellular telephone now. Yeah, a flip phone. Uh, And, uh, I'm a downloading application sort of dude. You know, I'm even on the tickety talk. So let me speak from experience here. Upside is an amazing app that's going to save you money on gas and groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use my promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more for every gallon of gas you pump into your first tank of gas. And from there, you'll find an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, and then when you pay, you get paid. It's easy, and you'll feel the results right where it counts in the wallet. Download the free Upside app and use the promo code BECK. Get 20, uh, cent, 25 cents off or more for every gallon of gas that you pump in on your first tank of gas. 25 cents or more for every gallon. Use the promo code BECK at Upside. Get the app now. Alrighty. So, Glenn, you had the big special last night on the economy. And I find it to be a really fascinating situation right now. Let me, let me give you just a couple of stats that I've seen. Yeah. The pending home sales in the United States down 22.5% year over year. That's as low as the 2008 financial crisis and almost as low as the COVID collapse, which you might, you might remember we basically shut down the entire world in March and April of 2020. Yeah, so it's nobody was bad. really buying houses at that time because you couldn't leave your house. Couldn't leave your house, right? Okay. No. So it's just... It's it's a little better than that. A little better than that. Little better than closing every business, every bank, every real estate office, <laughs> all transactions stop. It's a little better than that. Yeah. Okay. Liquidity conditions in the US Treasury market. This is uh, measured by Bloomberg. It is as bad as March 2020 basically. As bad as March 2020. Then you have this situation which i find to be fascinating if you have if you want to pay twenty five hundred dollars a month on your mortgage okay twenty five hundred dollars a month with twenty percent down typical sort of situation you might be going to buy a new home um as of uh, a year ago you could afford a house that was seven hundred and fifty nine thousand dollars mm-hmm. with that outcome twenty percent down uh twenty five hundred dollars a month seven hundred fifty nine thousand dollars a year ago 
Now it's $476,000 because of all of the interest rate changes, Mm -hmm. all the inflation and all of that. Now, at the same time, almost every currency in the globe is going through the basement floor. And the U.S. dollar is the only one that is showing any strength. Mm -hmm. So how do you look at all of that and come up with some grand unifying theory as to what is going on? Um, The central banks are destroying everything. They're destroying everything. They all got bailed out, you know, the and I don't I, I don't I, I'm not qualified, nor uh, do I feel um, appropriately equipped to talk about, you know, liquidity in the bond market. That's something that can be saved for CNBC. It just means that those people who are in the, you know, stock game, the liquidity is very low, meaning there's not a lot of excess money slashing or sloshing around. So if things go down, there's no money there to be able to bail things out. Okay, that is the central bank. What they've been doing, they've been printing money. So there's still plenty of money. Okay, mm-hmm. so that means that you're going to have to start printing money. That's what happened yesterday in England. The um, the union pensions all went under. Okay, it's just they folded up. There's no way we can we can pay for any of these pensions. Fold it up, and so the Bank of England, who just swore we're not printing any more money, inflation is already out of control. They said, except for now, we are we're printing money, and they just started printing money like there's no tomorrow. So the bond market, the the stock exchange over there went up. Why? Because the pe- the people who are playing the game and getting the money from the central bank, they're like, okay, great. They're printing money again, plenty of money. I'm going to make some more money here. I'm going to put it back into the stock market and I'll make money and then I'll pull it out. This is a game that does not end. You cannot get out of this. This is something I've been warning about since 2008. And they're not going to tell you. I'm going to, I'm going to attach a name uh, to something because I really respect this guy. And I would never have expected him to say something like this. Um, but he really believes. And, and so I'm attaching a name because I think he's a good guy. And it just shows if the good guys are thinking like this, what are the nefarious ones thinking? I was on Neil Cavuto 2007, and uh, I laid the case out that we were going to have a collapse. And, um, and he pushed back and pushed back. And I have no problem if people disagree. In fact, I said, Neil, if you disagree, please, I want to know where I'm wrong. I want to be wrong on this. It just doesn't look like I'm wrong. Um, we finished, and Neil, who, again, I, I believe is truly a good guy, he looked at me and well, – sorry, he didn't look at me. I got up from the table. I said, thank you, Neil. That was good. And he said, you're the most irresponsible broadcaster I have ever met. And I said – and that was crushing to me because I like Neil. And I said, what? And I said, uh, what, 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 do, what do you what, – what, what, why, what did I get wrong? Why didn't you say what I got wrong? 
because uh, I want to know. And he said, no, you're not wrong. We just don't say those things. That causes panic. And panic causes things to get worse. And I, my, my point of view was, no, by not telling the American people what is possibly coming causes even more panic when it comes. The reason why I say this, and I've attached his name to it for the first time, is because I respect Neil. I think he's a good guy. And there are honest people who have honest differences on on what to say and how to react. But you have an administration now and a media that is doing nothing. They're doing nothing but lying to you. And everybody knows this is a train wreck. So yesterday, the British pound almost collapsed. Why is the dollar going up? Because the euro is going down. Because the British pound is going down. Everybody's on the verge of collapse. America is the strongest place to put your money. Now, let me ask you this. You have to, uh, you have to uh, put your product in a store. And you're responsible for everything that is sold uh, damaged or lost, where are you going to put your product? In a CVS, in a part of town that is just is getting ransacked every day? You know, you're going to put it in downtown San Francisco where people go in and take the product and just walk away with it. Are you going to put your money there? Or are you going to put your money in a place where it may not happen, but it is happening, but just not at that rate yet. You, of course, put your product there and stop putting your product in San Francisco. Correct? Doesn't that seem logical? That's what's happening to the dollar. It's not that we're strong. It's just that we're the last one to go. And as I've had this argument with people, I've always explained it as the floatiest poop, a piece of poop in the toilet bowl, uh, because maybe it will get people's attention. That, that all has to be flushed. Okay, it is not going to last. It's not going to last. But people with lots of money, institutions, you know, um, funds that are investing for other people. Where are you going to put your money? Where are you going to put it? Tell me the country that is stable. Tell me the country that isn't on the verge of collapse. Tell me the country that didn't play the game of printing money so they could spend more money. Tell me the country. You can't. There is no country. Did you see the video of China blowing up their ghost cities? You seen this? They're taking the parts of the ghost cities where they hadn't finished them. And I mean, 25 skyscrapers, okay? They looked finished. They're not finished on the inside. 25 of them, taking them all down at once. Boom, blowing them up. They're all coming down at once. It looks like the finale of Fight Club is what it looks yeah. like to me. It's crazy, it's isn't crazy. it? It's crazy. 
they're destroying because they can't let them sit there empty. So they blow them up and destroy because that never worked. What they were doing was printing money that they didn't have to keep everybody employed and build these ghost cities. Now what? Now what? So you have to start thinking in a way that you've never had to think before. And this is a global thing. If people in England, and I doubt they are because they don't have talk radio, they have the BBC. And if you think I was on NPR and would be allowed to have this conversation, you're fooling yourself. So try to get someone on the BBC to say this. They won't. You, if you're in England and you think that it's going to go well, it's not. And it has nothing to do with the new tax proposal. The new tax proposal lowered corporate rates by 1%. 1%. That's not going to cause an economic collapse. Okay? That will actually spur things on. Not very much, because it's only a 1% cut. It's no big deal. The other cuts were already in the plans. They were already coming, were they not? Yeah, there was a, a tax cut from for the average person. It was like 20% to 19%. The highest income bracket, well, I think, went from 45 to 40. Okay. They, they, they say the difference here is $5 billion. This is the, the panicky thing, uh, you know, the, these estimates. $5 billion of tax revenue per year, which, of course, is nothing compared to what they spent on COVID and is basically what they've already spent on Ukraine this year. Not us, but them. You, uh, the UK so don't spent. send what you were going to send to Ukraine. And or, then you, or just stop spending all the money on COVID, which yeah. you should be doing anyway. Right. And you've saved all that money. You've done it in a year. Save all that money. It's a miracle. What's happening is the banks, the central banks have played the game. We are now coming to the end of that game. So now what do you do? I'm not going to talk at all about stocks or bonds or any of that crap that you'll find on CNBC. They know more than than I do. I'm sure. But let me tell you, for anybody who's not a big investor, what do you do next? Going about your business online every day is a little like playing a game of chess where the stakes are everything you own and you can't see the moves the other guy is making. And maybe it's your first time of playing chess. The other guy happens to be a cyber criminal and he's not known for playing by the rules, which is why you need to get LifeLock. It's really important that we understand cybercrime and how it changes every single day and what their goals are. Uh, you have whole countries. I mean, why do you think TikTok? Why do you think TikTok was created by the Communist Party of China? To collect information. That's all that is. Your information is out. And the more information that is out, the more dangerous it becomes for you and your family. Get 25% off a subscription to the people who will protect you. It's LifeLock, top-of-the-line cybersecurity in both preventative measures to keep you safe and because nobody can catch everything, a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. 
You can protect yourself with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25%. LifeLock.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, so what do you do? What do you do? Uh, I don't know what people are going to need. I just know people are going to be in need. So if we want to be a blessing to others, the best thing, and yourself, the best thing you can own is food, water, uh, natural gas, or, you know, um, uh, propane, um, anything that are essentials, toothpaste, uh, uh, toilet paper. We are going to see real shortages, and that is going to be coupled with a, a stagflation kind of market where people are losing their jobs. We're not growing at all, and uh, and people don't know what to do. You have to think like a, a German Jew of the 1930s. You have to start thinking that way. You have to start thinking just like a German in hyperinflation. If you read any of the diaries of these people that lived back then, they said no one knew what hyperinflation even meant a week ago. Now it's all that people can talk about. You have a chance, as we outlined on the special last night, there is a chance we turn into Venezuela. And that happens overnight. That is not something. How does somebody go broke? How does somebody go bankrupt? Over a long period of time and then all at once. You've made decisions all the way along and you push it off, push it off, push it off, push it off. Then the straw that breaks the camel's back, whatever it is, it breaks and you are out. That's the way it will happen here. Hopefully it doesn't happen. And I can't tell you for sure what to invest in, what to put your money in. I know food will never go out of style. But will food be called hoarding? Well, it was in Germany. Art. Art. But how long does it take before? Because there are going to be people who survive. See, they are just waiting you out. The people at the top are waiting you out. When you crumble and you can't afford it, then they'll scoop in and buy it at a wholesale price. So what do you have? What do you have? Gold? Silver? We're going to talk about cryptocurrencies in just a second with a guy who is going to be the head of the, uh, or one of the heads of the House Financial Committee uh, when we come back here in about 10 minutes. Um, he's going to talk to us about cryptocurrency and what all of that means and what the government is doing right now. What are they doing? They're collapsing cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency, I bet you if it was completely unleashed right now, if there weren't any government saying, well, we're going to control cryptocurrency, probably be at $100,000 for Bitcoin right now. Um, you've got to have food, water, land, a home, but not the stuff that you're so far in debt. If you have high interest credit cards, anything that is high interest or variable, 
Get rid of it right now. It's better to have, uh, you know, five or seven percent loan on your house than a variable loan because the, the interest rate could become crippling. Now, what most likely is going to happen is they're going to just start raising the rate and raising the rate and raising the rate until everything falls apart. And then they're going to slash the rate. And that at the time they slash the rate, before inflation is fixed, that is your moment of, uh, we've given up. Acceleration of inflation is our destiny. You'll start seeing them go to cryptocurrency and everything else. When America does that, that's when the world really freaks out and the game completely changes. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, I hope I'm wrong on all that. I really hope I'm wrong. Pray that I'm wrong. Mary wrote in about her experience with Relief Doctor. She says, I was in so much pain. By the way, medicine is a good thing to store. Uh, I was in so much pain that I literally couldn't walk anymore. Then I got a hold of Relief Factor, and within a few weeks, I was feeling so much better that I was actually able to walk again. My neighbors were so impressed that they ordered Relief Factor and started taking it for themselves as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you from me and my friends and neighbors. Mary, way to go, way to go. Relief Factor is not a drug, and... It is something that will take you out without you even feeling that you're taking something to get rid of your pain. It just reduces inflammation. And I'll tell you, you know when something is real, when people start taking it and then they tell everybody they know. And that's what happens. I've done it. I can't tell you how many times I've I've said it myself to friends. Have you tried Relief Factor? Try it, please. ReliefFactor.com. 1-800, the number four, Relief. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1995, the three-week quick start. See if it works for you. ReliefFactor.com. Don't miss that special. Happened last night on Glenn TV. It's all part of BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Dow is down again. 631 points. No biggie. Nothing to see here, people. Move on. That democratic momentum to the midterms is really, really (laughs) really ravaging. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, My tribute to Coolio. (laughs) Coming up. God, can we we delete the show from the archives? Is that possible? Can we just. We have uh, Andy Barr with us, the uh, congressman from Kentucky. Uh, He is uh, on the uh, House Financial Services Committee, senior member, and a member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Uh, And we had him on last week. We were talking a little bit about uh, cryptocurrency and other things, and I wanted to have him on um, uh, to continue that conversation. Welcome, Congressman. Welcome back to the program. Glenn, great to be back with you. Okay, so I want to get to cryptocurrency, but I, I, I want to clean something up here that is in the news, uh, comes from uh, Will Salatin. He is a writer for Bulwark. He is a, a rational human being that doesn't, you know, doesn't hype things up, et cetera, et cetera. And he has written a story several weeks ago. I learned that Citibank locks some of its customers out of accounts and refuses to release their money, even if they show up with ID. This week, I sent an email explicitly. They sent an email explicitly explicitly affirming its right to do this without cause. 
um, in the email from City. City reserves the right to close an account at any time and for any reason, with or without cause. Um, they uh, will only return funds that they quote deem as belonging to the customer. Uh, there's a lot of things that changed after 2008. Um, are, are are you guys uh, watching these banks so they don't just take everybody's money if they want to, or if it becomes politically expedient for them to do that? Well, uh, that's a that's an interesting story for sure. And we had uh, Jane Frazier, the CEO of Citigroup, in front of our uh, committee last week. We had. Uh, some of the CEOs of the largest financial institutions uh, in front of us. And we, we asked probing questions about um, you know, their commitment to depoliticizing yes. the allocation of credits. We talked to them about um, you know, competition in the financial marketplace. This this issue, I don't know the details. That's an interesting so let me, uh, issue. I'd like, I'd let like me send you the now. let me send you the story. And then if you can look into it, um, great. I'd love to hear what you find. Sure. Um, all right, so let's talk about cryptocurrency. Our Dow is down uh, over 600 points again today. Uh, yesterday in England, the, uh, the sterling uh, almost wiped out. Um, the whole world is in trouble. The dollar is going up, but only because it's the best of the worst. Uh, and uh, eventually, the, the chickens will come home to roost and uh, things will fall apart. The government seems to be moving towards a cryptocurrency that is not anonymous. And when they say that, they immediately say, well, but none of the banking system really is anonymous. But that's not true, is it? Uh, the reason why you see the economy um, stumbling the way it is, moving into recession, there is no soft landing here, why inflation is at a 40-year high, is because of too much government. Too much government spending, uh, raising taxes in the middle of an economic downturn, increasing taxes on businesses, discouraging business investment, paying Americans to not work, uh, 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 too much government intervention in the form of regulation, uh, a war against domestic energy production, all of this economic trouble, all of the headwinds that Americans are facing is a direct result of too much government. Mm -hmm. And when you have these, uh, uh, these socialists who are advocating for a central bank digital currency, uh, this is exactly the wrong approach. It is more government intervention into the private economy uh, and it uh, it portends uh, a threat to uh, not only privacy, uh, but it also is a grave threat to our, our private sector, to our free enterprise system. Um, there are certainly important goals uh, in the, the digitization of our money supply, goals like um, instantaneous settlement, reducing friction, a preservation of the dollar's dominance, but none of that uh, not, none of those goals require uh, a Fed-issued digital dollar or a what's called a central bank digital currency. So why is, uh, let me ask it this way. I believe this is because we are, whether we admit it or not, using uh, modern monetary theory now, which allows us just to print everything that we want 
as long as you have access to everyone at the bottom, their accounts and control of how they spend their money. Um, Is that why we're looking at this kind of currency? One of the reasons? Well, yes. I mean, the the concern here is more government control. Um, The prospect of government surveillance of Americans' individual financial transactions is real. If you have a central bank digital currency, especially when it's coupled with a so-called Fed account, if you think the idea of postal banking is a bad idea, uh, this is uh, postal banking on steroids, uh, where your money would be in a, a central bank account instead of a private bank account. Uh, think, of the, think of the power that the federal government would have over your funds. They could surveil your transactions. They could debit your account without your consent. The Internal Revenue Service could attach funds that are in your account. Uh, it's, so it's, it's monitoring, it's government control, uh, it's, it's government approval or disapproval of the way in which you manage your finances or spend your money. Um, the government can uh, uh, look into where you're getting your funds um, and approve or disapprove of how you're getting your funds, not just how you spend your funds. Um, and then think of government agencies that disapprove of the way you conduct yourself and the fines that government agencies could impose and, uh, again, debit your account uh, without your knowledge and without your consent. So it raises serious privacy concerns, but it also raises concerns about more government control over uh, private society and the politicization of our society, politicization of loans, politicization of payments, of your credit scores, of, of your tax compliance. Um, monetary policy would be disrupted. And here's the thing that I think is, is probably one of the, the greatest concerns. You're transferring all of this financial power away from the private sector and into the hands of the federal government. And, you, and what you do when you have a central bank digital currency, especially when coupled with Fed accounts, which many of these socialists are advocating, is you disintermediate the private banking system. What that means is as money uh, gravitates away from uh, bank accounts, checking accounts, savings accounts, deposit accounts, and into these uh, uh, central bank accounts, the, the government accounts, it means that the deposit base for the private banking system is eroded. That is a problem because it means less lending, less credit available for, for private sector institutions to deploy into the real economy. That's very distortionary um, to uh, the private sector. So it, 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 it is, it's basically a fundamental shift away from a private economy to a socialist government controlled economy. And it's truly frightening. I just did a special on this last night and we, we spoke about cryptocurrency in the last part of the uh, program. And the experts that I had on said, this has got to stop. This cannot go through. And people are thinking about this as a far off distant thing. It's not that far off. Uh, and it will start subtly um, and it'll be just, we're only taking this step. Then we're only taking this step. And before you know it, the government will have a bank account where they will say to you, you know what? There's a thousand dollars and every single person has it in their fed bank account. Just activate it and you can have access to the thousand dollars. Then the next step would be, by the way, you get $2 for every one. If you change them over to digital currency, most people will, will do something like that. 
But what they're taking from you is the ability to truly be free because the government, if it can give, it can take away. And if, if, when you try to control the economy like they're going to try to control because of uh, monetary uh, theory, new uh, modern monetary theory, what they have to do is they have to, if the gas prices are going out of control, they will just say to the private sector, uh, you know, if your name starts with uh, ABCD, uh, you can't spend any money on gas on Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And you're, you'll be controlled on what you can and cannot buy. You're eating too much meat. Go ahead. But this is not going to buy meat. It w- they can outlaw anything just by making this digital currency not work at a gun store or a meat store. And, and, Glenn, and Glenn, what you're describing is not theoretical. Uh, this is actually happening in China. This is what China's uh, experiment with the digital yuan is producing, a surveillance state where the financial system is totally controlled by the government and where individuals lose their freedom to government manipulation, uh, coercion, and threats. That is the China experience, uh, the Chinese Communist Party's uh, experiment with the digital yuan or the digital RMB. We do not we do not need to compete or we should not compete with China by becoming more like China. Mm-hmm. There is no threat. There is no threat uh, currently to the dollar's dominance. Uh, the rule of law uh, is what in our, our private sector strength is what gives the dollar its dominance. If you want to preserve the dollar's dominance, and that is a paramount goal. We shouldn't compete with China by trying to mimic China. Instead, what we need is to encourage private sector innovation in digital assets and in cryptocurrency. Uh, There are huge advantages. The reason why there's an increased adoption rate of crypto uh, and digital assets is because of uh, of the advantages of privacy, of frictionless transactions, uh, of uh, instantaneous uh, settlement, real-time payments. Those are all real strong advantages in this innovation. But instead of centralizing that new technology in the federal government, we we simply need a regulatory framework that will attract competition in private dollar-backed so-called stable coins. A a true cryptocurrency, they they complain it is um, some of the critics and the the promoters of central bank digital currency say, well, these these crypto uh, currencies like uh, Bitcoin, they're too volatile. They're not a good store of value. That's why we need a central bank digital currency. But what we, we don't need that. What we need is uh, uh, stable coins that preserve uh, value, that store value without volatility, that, that are dollar-backed, kind of like uh, a money market account. So you have a fiat-backed, a dollar-backed stable coin, and allow there to be bank-issued stable coins, private bank-issued stable coins, non-bank issue stable coins, let there be private sector innovation and competition, um, but have a, a regulatory framework where uh, consumers know that, that this digital asset will preserve value based on its peg to the U.S. dollar. That's the way you take advantage of, of the, the frictionless, instantaneous settlement um, technology while at the same time protecting the dollar's dominance without compromising privacy, without uh, giving into uh, more government control and preserving Americans' freedom and protecting 
the dominance of the, the private sector in our society. Okay, so Andy, I've got about 45 seconds here for an answer on this question. Will the United States government eventually shut things like Bitcoin down if they go to cryptocurrency? Will they destroy all the competition? I think a CBDC is a massive threat to the private sector innovation with, with cryptocurrencies in the private sector. It, it is an effort to displace private sector uh, uh, crypto uh, uh, innovation, and we need to stop it, and we need to protect that private sector innovation. Um, the, you know, the advent of cryptocurrency is a freedom-producing phenomenon. We cannot allow... Uh, government bureaucrats to co-opt that uh, that uh, freedom-producing technology, and I think that's why uh, digital assets and innovation in crypto is such a threat uh, oh, to yeah. uh, the promoters of big government. Yes, because they see that it liberates people, and so they want to co-opt it and uh, concentrate all of that technology in the hands of a central bank. That is the wrong way to go. Uh, that is freedom destroying. Uh, that's why uh, uh, Republicans in the majority in the next Congress are going to fight uh, the, the Federal Good. Reserve's uh, exploration of a central bank digital currency. Good. Count us in on that fight. Thank you so much. That's Congressman Andy Barr from Kentucky. If you want to get involved, please. We, in the 70s, people were protesting, peaceful protests in front of the Fed. This should be something that you pay attention to because this is the end of your freedom should it happen. Back in just a minute. It's hard to overstate the value of being at the right place at the right time, but the right time is right now. The right place is American financing. If you're a fiscally responsible homeowner, they are exactly what you need. I've been telling you about American financing for years now, and I still truly believe that they can change your life with a free me- uh, medical, a free uh, financial review. They can lay out the list of options for you, and it'll save you a ton of money over time. There's never any pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. Just give American Financing a call today. Don't wait. This is a company that's been helping people just like you with home loan options for over two decades. And they actually care about helping you save money. Whether it's refinancing your mortgage for a lower fixed rate, providing other types of loans, or even just helping you find ways to raise your credit score, call American Financing right now. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. I did not get to the uh, New York Times irresponsible, l- literally deadly story about Ukraine and Putin, but uh, I will next hour. And we're going to start with the largest robbery in U.S. history. Guns ablazing while they came in and open up the vault. It's an amazing story because we know who committed the crime no arrests have been made nor will there be any arrests made the glenn back program the greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world he didn't exist how true that is also another trick he has is to convince people that evils are not that bad pornography 
is a scourge in this country, and it is being now pushed onto our children in frightening ways. And it destroys children, it destroys adults, it destroys marriages, it negatively changes the way young men see women as they enter into the world of adulthood. And there's not one good thing about it, and yet it's everywhere. I want you to check out an accountability software by a company called Covenant Eyes. You will not only be able to block all pornography from all of your devices, but you can also set up an accountability partner for yourself and others in your family. Pornography is the worst wolf in sheep's clothing in our societies. It is a real problem. Please don't take it lightly. Take action today and stop it in your family. Get Covenant Eyes accountability software free for 30 days at coveyes.com slash Glenn. Coveyes.com slash Glenn. tell you about the largest robbery the largest armed robbery in american history almost 90 million dollars thieves came in they cracked open the safe the safety deposit boxes they took crowbars opened it up and took almost 90 million dollars worth of goods we know who did it no charges has have been filed in fact No one wants to even talk about it. The largest armed robbery in American history, and you don't know about it? It's not a point from history. It's happening right now. I'll tell you this amazing story in 60 seconds. We've been talking about the economy today in the last hour of the podcast, and uh, I will tell you, We have been a prosperous nation, uh, more prosperous than all nations in the history of nations. But there is a hurricane going on, and it's not just the ones that it's not just the one in Florida. There is a financial hurricane going on. But also in Florida, the actual hurricane, people are being displaced from their homes, their jobs, rescue and aid is coming. But if we were in a situation where we needed rescuing, How long could you last? How long could you feed your family if it wasn't the floodwaters? If you had to get out of your house, what would you take with you for food? Would you have to be at the mercy of others by staying at a hotel and then paying for possibly months for a hotel room for your family? Having some emergency food uh, stored is a really good start for being prepared right now. My Patriot Supply is offering a 20% discount on their three-month emergency food kit. All you have to do 
is go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. You'll get uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, totaling more than 2,000 calories every day to ensure your energy and strength, and that is vitally important in an emergency. Calories count. It's preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. This robbery happened in 2015. So this is a recent robbery. And we all know now who did it. Who broke in and stole $86 million in cash, cash and assets. They came in with guns ablazing, picked some of the locks of the safety deposit box, broke open others, but they took everything in the vault. $86 million. Largest in U.S. history. Have you heard about it? You haven't heard about it still? No, only really from, I've heard you tease it the last couple of days, but uh, that's the only time I've ever heard of it. Okay, so. Um, and I follow the You news. actually do. You actually <laughs> do. It's just been framed differently. Okay. This is the break-in of the vault of Beverly Hills by the FBI. And that's why no one is going to jail for it. But they should. Let me give you the full story here. FBI began investigating a U.S. private vaults store in Beverly Hills. And what they did is they they were watching people. Uh, they were watching this vault, and somebody on the FBI just noticed that there were cars that were coming in from Illinois and going in and putting things in a vault. Well, Illinois is a big drug a big drug state. So there's evidence number one. Cars were going in and out that had Illinois plates. Okay, that's not good evidence. Not good evidence. No. Okay. Not good evidence. I assume there's more to come that's better than that. Um, not really. <laughs> I'm just cars looking at the with story. Illinois plates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cars with coming in with the um, Illinois plates. Um, oh, and um, and there were many of the customers that were using rental cars to come. And uh, these rental cars are, of course, associated with drug traffickers because if they smell marijuana, well, they don't, you know, you could say, I don't know. Well, I wasn't smoking marijuana. I never had a marijuana in the car. It's this rental car. Now, remember, in California, marijuana is legal. Okay, so you had those two things going for the FBI. And so they decided to go in. They went to get a warrant. They had six warrants, five of which were rather straightforward and pertained only to the business and the business owners. However, according to a study now from the L.A. Times, the sixth warrant signed by a U.S. magistrate judge, Uh, uh, Steve Kim in 2021 authorized the agents to seize business equipment from the store, including 1400 safety deposit boxes located in the store, even though the agents did not know the identity of the box owners or have probable cause to suspect that the owners of those boxes were involved in any kind of drug trafficking or money laundering scheme. The government didn't know what was in those boxes, didn't know who owned them, what, if anything, these people had done, because they didn't even know the people. 
So 400 customers had their goods taken from this safety deposit box. This is unprecedented. Never happened before. $87 million. Now, according to court filings, the FBI insisted on the affidavit that the warrants authorized the seizure of the nests of boxes themselves, but not the contents. On the warrant itself, signed by the judge, this warrant does not authorize a criminal search or seizure of the contents of the safety deposit boxes. However, the FBI didn't care. And they opened up every single one of those boxes and took the ill-gotten goods. The, F- the FBI later said, it's not under it. We have no obligation to inform the judge how later actions such as criminal investigations against box holders or forfeiture of box contents would play out. So he specifically said you have no right to open up any of those boxes. They did because they probably had probable cause, but we don't know what the probable cause was. We have no idea because they didn't file it. And when they had probable cause, it was license plates from Illinois and they were using rental cars. 700 customers. I'm sorry. I thought it was 400. It's 700 customers affected by the FBI raid. Nine were referenced by the FBI in the affidavit. Thus far, No one has gotten any of their stuff uh, back. None of the customers have been charged with any crimes. Not a single customer out of the 700, not a single customer has been charged with a crime. But they can't get their stuff back. Right. FBI won't say if any of them have been a subject of a criminal investigation prior to the raid. In the alleged alleged in the affidavit only is the fact that uh, those who are irrational or who have criminal motives would rent a box from this this uh, safety deposit box company rather than a bank. So in the affidavit, that's another thing they told the judge. It's irrational. Why would you keep your money there instead of at a bank? What? It's not your decision to make whether it's rational or not. It's my money. I get to put it wherever I want. It's my stuff. I get to put it wherever I want. Now, the vault company apparently pled guilty to the drug and money laundering charges, but nothing else has come from the investigation. The company is out of business. The owners were never charged. The owners were never charged. Hmm. And now people are suing to get their money back. But a lot of customers aren't willing to put up all of the money for, you know, because not everybody had a lot of money in there. You know, somebody had the ashes of their loved one in a safety deposit box. Nope, not getting it back. And the reason why people aren't willing to do it is because it's taking a lot. You're fighting the federal government. So it's taking a lot of money uh, to fight the federal government. So people are losing 
tens of thousands of dollars at this early stage just to just to make sure that they're cleared, not get their stuff back, just cleared. Huh. It's incredible. How does this stuff happen? How this is going to happen more and more. Mm. Do you know that in 2008, um, banks changed the rules, the government changed the rules, that in the case of any kind of emergency, the bank does not allow you to go in to get your safety deposit box and open it. It must be opened in the presence of a DHS official. Did you know that? It must be? It must be. In case of an emergency, if the government says it's an emergency and uh, we have you know, any stupid reason right. to see what's in everybody's safety deposit box, the banks cannot allow you to take the contents of your box without a DHS official in the room with you going through the box. So, I mean, I guess the theory behind that would be what? Like, you have illicit material, so you'll get caught by the DHS official? Yeah. Let's say there's terrorists, and you've got a, I don't know, a pipe bomb, you know, or, or, or uh, you know, plans for a pipe bomb. They'd be able to catch you. I personally think it's to seize your cash. Anybody who has cash, if you have too much cash. Season, yeah, correct. You're automatically guilty, as we've seen correct. with with this sort of. Uh, and I mean, they, the government don't even have this to say you're guilty. Right. The, this one, they say no crimes, no crimes, no crimes, How? and yet they're keeping the eighty six million dollars. This is on the civil asset forfeiture mm-hmm. sort of framework, and it's something that we've talked about for a long time. It's incomprehensible that this stuff goes on in the United States of America. If you were to tell me this happened, you know, in Russia, you'd expect it. I'd expect it. Correct. Right? The fact that the United States government is claiming and just taking stuff from citizens all around the country with no crime, mm-hmm. many times even being charged, let alone, I mean, to me, conviction is the point where yeah. you have an argument. Yeah. When you prove your case, Correct. you can take the stuff. Correct. Not before that. You, Instead, they're doing it before they even charge anyone. Listen to this. The lawsuit also claims that some of the box holders who came forward to reclaim their seized property were then subject to another investigation. If you went to the FBI and said, I want my stuff back, the FBI examined their bank accounts, their DMV records, their tax returns, oh and any criminal history checks. Approximately 20 to 30 box holders decided, you know what, I don't want anything to do with this. FBI agent Linda Zellhart said that many have speculated that those holders who walked away wanted to avoid either becoming an FBI target or the tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees. So in other words, if you just say, you know what, my wife's ashes are just not worth it. Well, maybe you're hiding something. Oh, my God. So you're guilty if you... If you walk away and you're guilty. If you ask. If you ask. Oh, well, that's it. This is America, gang. This is. Is it? You know, we, we, we yeah, it is today. It is today. It doesn't seem we, like it. Yeah, it doesn't. It, because it's not a constitutional America. But this is the America we now live in. Mm. And it is important that you wake up and stand up. We have to begin to stand together. Get your preacher off his fat ass. If he is not 
already delivering uh, sermons about the blessings of God because we're stopping abortion and then warning what's going to be happening in those other. If he's too afraid to say anything about abortion and alert you to the blessings and the dangers, find another church. Talk to him and say, why not? If he hems and haws, find another church. Find another church. If these rights are given to us by God, that's not just a phrase in the Declaration of Independence. Who else gives rights? Who else? If you can't say God, then it's got to come from the government. And I don't get anything from the government, especially for free. I get no rights from the government. If if they're not on the front lines of standing up and protecting God-given rights, you're in the wrong church. Go find one and start standing up for these things. You are about to have a digital currency that has all of the earmarks of the mark of the beast. All of the earmarks. Read Revelation. Read what cryptocurrency can do if it's run by the central bank and read about what it is in China. It might as well be the mark of the beast. You are about to lose everything financially. Why? Because of corruption. Is that what God wants? Does God want you just to stand around and just allow corruption to happen? Does God does God have a position on mutilation of our children's bodies? Do you think God has a position on whether it's cool or not to teach kids all about sex in second grade? Do you think God has a position on any of this? Do you think if Jesus came back today and you were there saying, no, you know what, whatever about the trans shows and the and the stripper shows with the kids. Do you think God has an opinion on that? If you don't, I don't know who you worship. He has strong opinions, especially on what happens to his children. And that includes you, me, Democrats, socialists, Marxists, kids, old people. He has a definite love for all of us. But he also has an opinion on right and wrong. And if your preacher ain't talking about it, Get away from that church and find one because God's people have got to start standing up or we lose freedom. The world's freedom will be on our heads. Back in a minute. Jerry wrote in to say his dog's experience about uh, rough greens. He said, I listened to you rave about the product for several years before I decided to try it. And then I got a trial bag. It was more than enough to see the results I needed to continue purchasing more. My dog is playing and running again. She has arthritis and skin allergies, but I could tell the difference. I can tell the difference. Rough Greens, it's not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle on the dog food, and it's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and antioxidants. You name it. Now, I have to tell you, the only change I saw in my dog for the first month was that he ate and he licked his bowl clean. He was excited to eat. 
that was a that was that's all I really wanted because I thought he was healthy. Then I started seeing the healthy changes over the next six months, and it was mind blowing. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog's going to love it. They have a special deal. You get a trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay. Man, uh, you want to talk about evil things. Um, first of all, we're going to cure cancer. I'm going to cure cancer. That's hubris like I've never seen before. That's what the president has said. And lo and behold, um, the mRNA is what he's going to use to cure cancer, he says. Uh, and uh, guess what? Moderna. Yeah, the COVID vaccine people. They're the ones who own the mRNA um, uh, technology along with the federal government. So the week that we stop funding COVID and everybody stops buying all the COVID stuff and Moderna is in real trouble because they had all this money and now nothing's rolling in. The government decides, you know what, we're going to invest in mRNA technology uh, to see if we can cure cancer. Mm -hmm. Now. Our Lord has uh, has a plan that he says will end hunger. And he's going to end hunger through the power of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's great. More diverse healthcare workforce would better serve communities of color which suffer from higher rates of food insecurity. Patients are less likely to see or share information if they perceive ethnic or social differences in their healthcare providers. So just by diversifying our medical field, we will, quote, end hunger and diet-related diseases. My gosh, this, this is a sacred mission from these people. The Glenn Beck Program. Philip wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, I used to have pain in my ankle all the time because uh, I'd walk on it funny and I'd get spraying ankles all the time. Well, ever since I started taking Relief Factory, all the pain went away. I walk normally now. It's been about three months and I can tell you I am relieved. Thank you so much. Philip, thanks for writing in and thanks for sticking with Relief Factor to see if it was working for you. I assume you saw some results in the first 30 days. Relief Factor is not a drug. It was developed by doctors, and it attacks inflammation. It has four key ingredients, so it fights it from four different areas where, where ibuprofen only takes on one direction. That's why it doesn't work for me, and this does. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Go there now, ReliefFactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you and feel the difference. ReliefFactor.com or 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. What's coming with the economy? Don't miss Glenn's special from last night on Glenn TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn.
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, I was reading the scriptures last night and uh, Psalm 34, which I had never read before, um, leapt out at me. And, and I, I just urge you to read it. Uh, we are in really turbulent times right now, and it is very easy to get swept up in fear and anger um, and confusion. I mean, most people just don't know what's about to come on shore. Imagine the hurricane that that's what's happening in Florida is a physical manifestation of, of uh, just a small part of what's going to happen to us uh, spiritually and mentally as an entire nation and world over the next couple of years. And that is frightening to think about. If you're awake, you're kind of like, I wish I could go back to sleep again. But don't. If I may, if you open up your scriptures, um, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all of my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Have you ever noticed that? Have you ever noticed somebody who's like really locked in and really a great person? I don't care if they go to church or not. They're just a really good, good person. Have you ever noticed their face, their eyes, everything is different. They just radiate. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, I think so. This poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is uh, the one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. The lions will grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Listen to me. I will teach you. Whoever, uh, uh, whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Pretty good advice. Pretty darn good advice. Close your scriptures. Now let's all stand for a hymn from Coolio. <laughs> Hmm? No. Why are we? Well, I just, you know, he died. You know that. I do. It's sad. And yeah. it is sad. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry that we've lost him. But, uh, you know, just because we lost him doesn't mean we can't salute him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Uh, I, that, that I can understand. I don't understand why you went directly from Psalms to Coolio. I don't know why those two are You don't related. want to sing with me? I no, I don't. Come no. on, you can you can sing with me, can't you? I can only hear the Weird Al lyrics when I hear the song. I can't, I don't even I don't know that I've ever even heard the actual song. I only heard Amish Paradise 100,000 times. You've and I'm proud heard to say the it. The real song and we lost him. I don't know. I don't know how we lost him. Uh, but he's he was 59, believe it or not. I believe it. And also, if he was 99 or 19, I also would have believed that. Because I don't know anything really about Coolio. I'm sure he was a... a As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take look at my life and realize there's not much left. Because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone but i ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it me be treated like a punk 
you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking. You better watch how you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lined in chalk. I really hate to trip, but I gotta lock. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke. Fool. I'm kinda G, the little homies wanna be like. On my knees in the night, saying prayers in the streetlight. Can I get an amen? Been spending most their lives living in the gangsta's paradise. Been spending most their lives living in the gangsta's paradise. Keep spending most our lives living in the gangsta's paradise. Keep spending most our lives living in the gangsta paradise. Mm, that was... I think this has been a very refreshing meeting. Uh, very, I mean, I feel uplifted. That was a beautiful rendition of Gangsta's Paradise. and Really? Because there is, you know, there's, I mean, that was only just the first no, I time. know. Look at the situation they got me facing. I can't live a normal life. I was raised by the street. So I got to be down with the hood team. So much television watching gotten me chasing dreams. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. I got my 10 in my hand and a gleam in my eye. I'm a locked out gangster set tripping banger and my homies is down. So don't arouse my anger, fool. Death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life, do or die. What can I say? I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 24? The way things is going, I don't know. Tell me why we... Tell me why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me. Wow. Ben spending. Oh no! You don't have to most do the their again. lives no. living in a gangster paradise. I mean, actually, been actually, spending most my lives living oh, in a gangster's more. paradise. You, you don't need to really keep spending most our lives living a gangster <laughs> no, paradise. Keep spending most our lives living a gangster paradise. You know what's really interesting? He did make it to 24. I know. Actually, listening to his vision mm-hmm. of his world at 23, living mm-hmm. to 59 and dying of what might be a heart attack seems like. A good outcome. Yeah, it does. But like, I mean, he, still, if I he mean, wasn't sure he was going to make it to 24, he made it all the way to 59. They say I got to learn, but no one's here to teach me. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't. I guess they won't. I guess they front. That's why I know my life is out of luck. Fool, tell me, why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me? Tell me, why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me? I'll be very disappointed if someone in the audience has not posted a picture of you with Coolio's hair by 
Men spending most money. <laughs> That's weird. You don't seem as, as he's... broken up about the Coolio thing as, uh, as I would expect a man of your uh, street cred. Your yes, your you upbringing. Were, you were brought up on the streets, practically by I'm practically raised by wolves and gangs. Yeah, I mean, I've been to your hometown and where you were, where you were uh, raised. Mount Vernon, and, Washington. Wow, we want to talk about a mean streets, the mean streets of Mount Vernon. Yeah, it's. Mmm. Uh, I mean, it looks like a paradise. But it's actually oh, no, don't do it. A gangsta <laughs> paradise. <sighs> this is a travesty. Oh man, I think <laughs> I just think that I if I if there was a job for dramatic reading of lyrics, Glenn, you have the job. This is the job. You're doing the well, job. Well, every time the I do it, place, you complain. The only place where this is desired in all of media is the show that you're on. And you're, but you always reading. complain. No, I mean, I, I can't help but complain. But I will say, you are raising awareness for Coolio's work. You know, Thank many you. people in this audience may not be as familiar with Coolio's story as they are now. That's his last name. What Coolio story? No, Coolio's story. Oh, you didn't say an S. I thought maybe that I was his last name. I've never heard a last name to Coolio. There's an S at the beginning of story and the end of Coolio's. Right, what so was I his did last put them name? together, maybe. I mean, is it like. Like Coolio Robinson doesn't sound as Coolio as just Coolio. I do we know his last name? I can look it up. Is I don't know. Is that his know real it. name? Coolio. I I want to. I'm going to guess that Coolio is not his birth name. That's that's my that's my that guess. I'd like to look it up, but then again, I'd have to ask if I did. Where the hell my phone? Where the hell <laughs> no. my phone? Uh, where the what? hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my? Where the hell my? <laughs> All uh, right. Artist Leon Ivy Jr. This is this prefer- artist. His, is his first name? Artist. Artist. Artist Leon think Ivy Jr. Artist, which would uh, which would be reduced to Artie. Is not, that's not what you, hey, I would have saw coming. Artie, no, come no. here. Eh? I don't think that would have worked. Coolio was the right choice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It would have been better than Artie. <laughs> it would better yeah. than he would not be as famous if it was Gangsta's Paradise by Artie. Right. I would agree. Living in Gangsta Paradise, I Artie. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I wanted you to uh, check out uh, Goldline and the specials they're having this week. The inflation we're experiencing, I don't know if you paid attention and saw what happened in England yesterday, but the the pound almost just was destroyed yesterday. Um, they had their 2008, all of their uh, all of their retirement funds. Oh, this is coming, America. All the retirement funds suddenly went down. Uh, we don't have any of the money to pay for any of it. So what happened? Stock market. Uh, the British sterling, everything just tubes. And so the government did what they had to do. They started to bail out those big banks and big institutions. So that's going to be worse for inflation. It saved the market for a day, um, but uh, that's pretty much it. Saved uh, uh, England from crashing for I don't know how long, but it will catch up eventually. It's already catching up in inflation it's worse in London and England than it is here right now. 
so please, please, please consider gold or silver as something that you put some of your money in. And I don't mean paper gold or paper silver. That stuff, an ETF. Go ahead, try to eat on your ETF. No, I got a piece of paper right here. I Could I... Can I please buy that box of cereal and the sour milk? Here, I got a piece of paper. It says I have gold. I could give it to you. Not going to work. Not going to happen. Goldline, find out how easy the process is to complete. Just ask them about the 6% free bonus materials when you complete an IRA this month. Call Goldline now. They're waiting for your call at 866-GOLDLINE. No pressure, no obligation. Just ask them for the information. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. There's a new poll Uh, that is out in Russia. This is a Russian poll. The poll numbers for um, support of the war have been up around 90% in Russia. New poll has just come out after the uh, call-up of reserves. And what are the people in Russia saying? Uh, The support has fallen a little bit, which is going to shock you, I know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's gone from high 80s, low 90s in support, now down to 48%. It's now below majority levels 48 44 and that's again i don't know what do you take from a public opinion poll in russia like i i kind of just assume each answer is given at the barrel of a gun well Um, you you can be tried for treason with this if you speak out against the war uh depending on who you are depending on who you piss off you can be tried for treason we've seen tons of people protesting being loaded into vans we've seen people just disappearing we've seen all that happening and that's not a huge shock to anybody uh, but the fact that they're giving answers now publicly to this level is pretty shocking. So there's another story that came out of the New York Times, um, and I find this extraordinarily irresponsible from the New York Times. Um, the New York Times got uh, intercepted calls that the Ukrainians taped from people using yeah. cell phones. Saw some of that, okay? yeah. Um, and it, they're saying horrible things. I mean, they're saying they're admitting to war crimes uh, to their loved ones at home, not necessarily them, but they're describing the war car- crimes that mm-hmm. are being told by their commanding officers to do. Uh, they're they're admitting to stealing property, killing people, stealing property and sending it home and uh, admitting to losing. Yeah, they are losing. Like, can't advance anymore. Putin we're, is we're, a fool. Mm-hmm. This is a fool's errand. Uh, this is going to get us all killed. All of these things on tape in the New York Times story, they identify by at least first name Mm. the people who made these calls. And you hear their voices. Yeah. And you hear their voices. And they are their regiment is singled out. Some of these regiments have lost 70 percent of the people. So you only have to look at the 30 percent that are there. Listen to their name. Or listen to their name, listen to their voice, wow. and then find it. This is incredibly irresponsible. Yeah, I mean, you could you could report on the contents without giving names, names. and just you know 
sh- uh, alter their voices. I, yeah, I mean, I, and don't I, don't include their don't include what regiment they're in. Yeah, because I mean, I know people will be skeptical of this. Of course, there's people already questioning whether the tapes are authentic. Russia's obviously saying they're they're not. I yeah, don't believe them. But the, the New York Times said that they um, uh, they tracked down the names and the numbers. And if the New York Times could do it. Certainly, Certainly Russia, the could, Russia do could do it. They're their employees. Correct. I mean, it's re- it's really irresponsible. Yeah. Really irresponsible. And again, Russia, you know, you'd think, I mean, New York Times would certainly tell you that they think Russia are the bad guys in this particular uh, back and forth. So why would they endanger uh, the Russians who are skeptical of this effort, right? Like you'd want, those are the people you want speaking out behind mm-hmm. the scenes to weaken that side of the of the, the, the war effort, I would think. Millions of people have been affected by uh, Hurricane Ian. Uh, Florida, we already have people on the ground. We are looking to try to help you. Food, water, electricity. If you would like to help residents of Florida... Uh, get back on their feet. Just go to mercuryone.org and donate to our disaster the relief Glenn fund. Back program.